0: This is Chris Sosa with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I am thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Mark Bergeron, Medical Director for Digital Health Transformation and Medical Director for the Neonatal Virtual Program Care Program at Children's Minnesota. He joins us today to discuss the health systems, the Kids Experts at Home Monitoring Program. Dr. Bergeron, thank you so much for being part of the podcast today.
1: Hey, good morning, Chris, and thanks for having me back.
0: I know you've been on our podcast before, but for those who may not be I'm familiar with you. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I, uh, I, like you said, I'm Mark Bergeron. Uh, I'm Medical Director for Digital Health Transformation at Children's Minnesota, but I'm also a practicing neonatologist, and I've been at Children's uh, Minnesota for, gosh, just about 19 years. Uh, uh, one of my duties is also as Medical Director of our virtual care programs within the neonatology division.
0: As I mentioned, we're here to talk about the Kid Experts at Home monitoring program. So, can you tell us how it develops and what program or programs, if any, or uses models?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, just uh, before we get started, just a little bit about Children's Minnesota. Our neonatology program uh, is uh, a vital resource uh, to our communities and region, um, and it's one. Of, it is the largest program in Minnesota with a level four NICU and two level three NICUs plus uh, level two special care nurseries, um, making us one of the biggest programs uh, in the upper Midwest region, um, the Kid Expert at Home program uh, kind of came about as, you know, within our, our, uh, our neonatology group, a sense of curiosity about uh, are there other care models that we should be exploring um, and Out of that and a a real pinch for bed space during respiratory surge months uh, during winter, we came up with this kind of early discharge program where our kids go home, we are uh, rounding on them virtually, um, and they're still receiving uh, nasogastric tube feedings administered by their parents. And it's great because it facilitates earlier discharge than what's traditionally expected from a neonatology unit, um, and it uh, gets these kids home where they should be.
0: Certainly this is something that would need a bit of training for both the staff involved as well as the parents. So what is involved in that process?
1: Well, uh, from the first day (laughs) a baby is admitted to the neonatal units, we're teaching the parents how to take care of a preterm infant. That doesn't change. But parents have time and time again said that the the slowest kind of most frustrating part of the neonatal journey uh, to home is the last few weeks and days when the infant has really no medical problems, but just is slowly learning how to eat. And so we sort of have modified our uh, discharge teaching for home process to include tube feedings at home. Traditionally, you would wait until the infant had their feeding tube removed from their nose and and make sure they were gaining weight and then discharge them to home. We've sort of cut out that last part uh, from the hospital experience and offered it to parents to do it at home. So we teach them how to care for that uh, nasogastric tube, how to administer the feedings using a feeding pump, Uh, We teach them how to use a a, a monitoring application on a smartphone or a pad to enter their daily weights, their feeding volumes, um, their urine and stool output, all those things that we would be recording in the hospital to make medical decisions. And then we round virtually with the families uh, to make those decisions about how the feedings are progressing um, and how soon to remove that uh, feeding tube, but doing it at home. And then we teach the parents what to do if it comes out, who to call, um, and support them that way.
0: Gotcha, so can you describe the success the program has had in the children's Minnesota community? And are there plans to expand the program beyond the three hospitals it currently serves?
1: Yeah, absolutely, so I think, you know, we could, it's been a resounding success. It's shortened, uh, you know, in our pilot study, it shortened the expected hospital stay by about six days. Uh, we saw the feedings uh, uh, go better at home as we kind of anticipated that they would, and f- full oral feedings were established quicker at home by several days, um, faster than what we were experiencing traditionally in the hospital. So we think those, those things are a resounding success. We've had very few p- babies have to come back for admission uh, after discharge in the program, and actually... Th- In looking at those cases, they had nothing to do with feedings and were other issues that prompted the readmission to the hospital. So we think it's successful. We think it's safe. It's effective. And it's been a huge satisfier for our families. And during the height of COVID, there was one patient in particular that struck us all um, and really characterizes the value of this program. That was Finn, born at 32 weeks. And... Uh, during the height of COVID, when we were very restrictive about how many uh, visitors could come in, uh, uh, we had Finn, who was a perfect candidate for this program, uh, and his father was uh, ending his uh, battle with uh, pancreatic cancer and was not able to come and see Finn in the hospital. And we got Finn home quick on this program, uh, and uh, into where he should have been with his his parents and then uh, his father ultimately passed away uh, not long after Finn's feeding tube was removed and he was thriving at home. And for for all of us involved in his care, this was a win. This was just a, a tremendous impact to our families that we serve, uh, and especially Finn's.
0: Yeah, wow, Dr. Bergeron, that's certainly a heartbreaking story, but heartwarming in the fact that the father did get to see his son for a little bit before he died. I mean, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Th- thankfully, yes, there are times when that is considered a victory.
1: Yeah, and uh, so we want every family that to, to have that experience of getting their their infant home as soon as possible and and thrive, uh, and uh, and we think that this is a great way to do that.
0: <laughs> Lastly, Doctor Bergeron, it's a bit of a two-part question. So, what sure. do you think is the next evolution for kid experts at home? And what other innovations does Children's Minnesota help hope to launch in 2024 or the next few years?
1: So we want as many babies to be uh, suitable for this, or the program to be suitable for them, as possible. And. The limitations of the technology that we had when we launched the program was that it was the, the application was available in English only. So we're now expanding that to Spanish, and we, we're working with our app vendor to increase the number of languages offered. Um, we use our own interpreter services for the um, virtual visits, but we want that app to be in, in uh, a usable language and format for all of our families. So from an equity lens, that's probably our primary uh, focus uh, this year. And then uh, we want the service to be more, you know, uh, add value to our family's experience. So we are adding virtual uh, lactation consultations in the Kid Expert at Home program. So one of our pediatric nurse practitioners that works in our special care nursery will have virtual visits uh, with um, uh, moms and their babies after discharge to work on the lactation piece um, so that we're really sending babies home with uh, successful uh, breastfeeding. Um, as a goal and uh, something that they can achieve. And then looking into the future, we kind of see the Kid Expert at Home program as, as kind of an early form of the hospital at home concept that has been so wildly successful in the adult population. And so, you know, I guess in our journey towards a hospital at home care model, this is our our first baby step, if you will, towards that. Um, And really looking at other patients at Children's Minnesota that could be suitable for uh, um, kind of a more advanced care at home.
0: Dr. Bergeron, thank you so much for being so generous with your time and insights today. We definitely could not wait to share them with our audience. We look forward to connecting with you again soon.
1: Hey, thanks, Chris. I always appreciate the opportunity to chat with you.